Mystery Mondays, 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 What will the mystery be today? It is Mystery Mondays. Welcome to the latest series that Pandora's box is bringing to y'all on the tubes and on <laughs> the Spotify's is Mystery oh, yeah. Mondays, where we will be bringing you a different mystery every Monday. <gasps> it's all in the name. Exciting stuff. It's all in the name, Mystery Mondays. So if you missed last week's, that was our first episode of Mystery mm-hmm. Mondays, which was all about the Somerton Man, mm. the mysterious death of the Somerton Man. Who was he? Will we ever know? Probably not. But we Mm. do know one thing, and that's that he had very well-developed calves, Mm. mangled toes... May have been a tap dancer. Elvish ears and vampire teeth. Mm. And, yeah, just a bit of a shady character. Mm. But, um... Today, I'm going to tell you all about the disappearance of Dennis Martin. Dennis Martin? Dennis Martin. Dennis Martin? Was he Scottish? No, he wasn't, but I thought yeah. it would add to the ambiance a little ah, bit. I see. I'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> Maybe, hopefully it'll last the whole time, but we'll see, won't we, to be mm. honest. If my voice starts cracking into, like, Australian or something, I'll stop. Mm. Cracking. Do you want me to crack on, lads? Shall hey, I tell, do, you want to, do you want to hear the Who's story? Dennis Martin? Dennis Martin. Who is Dennis Martin? I'll tell you. Dennis Lloyd Martin was born on the 20th of June. 1962. He was an American child who disappeared on June the 14th, 1969, in the Great Smoky Mountain of the National Park in Tennessee, at just the age of six years old. Oh, he was a young laddie. To this day, the search effort is the most extensive in the park's history, involving over 1,400 searchers and a 56-square-mile area. Mm. Six-year-old Dennis Martin went camping with all the family members in June of 1969. He was last seen preparing to spring a surprise on his father and grandfather alongside his brother and other children. But he never emerged from his hiding place, and despite the largest search 
In the history of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, no trace of the poor lad Damn. has ever been found. Oh, no. The Martins family from Knoxville had a long-established tradition of the male members of the family taking a camping trip to the nearby Great Smoky Mountains National Park to celebrate Father's Day every single year. Dennis travelled to the park for his first camping trip alongside his father, his grandfather and his elderly brother, initially arriving at what's known as Cade's Cove. The group then hiked to Russell Field, where they camped overnight. The following morning, they set off for Spence Field, a highland meadow and popular camping spot bisected by the famous Appalachian Trail. On arrival, the two Martin children were allowed to play with others camping nearby. His father watched the boy disappear into bushes to hide alongside the other children as they set about springing a surprise on the adults. However, while the other children quickly emerged, Dennis did not. Whoa. Immediately, his father and grandfather began searching for him, with his father running two miles along the trail, shouting his name before returning to camp. His grandfather then hiked out to raise the alarm, arriving at Cade's Cove Ranger Station at around 8.30pm that evening. A four-hour hike, mm. not bad for an old, an old lad. An extensive search was then launched, with National Park Service personnel supplemented by National Guard troops, and even Green Berets were called in from the US military. In total, around 1,400 searchers searched the National Park, but found zero sign of the child. Zilch. Zilch. The search was later criticised, in part due to the overly large number of personnel involved, which potentially obscured tracks in ground with already difficult... To terrain. track terrain. Mm. Apparently it started raining shortly after the lad disappeared. Mm. So it would have already maybe obscured some tracks. But then with all the people walking through the forest, it was hard to ascertain whose footsteps were whose. Mm. It's crazy as well, you think. It, it, it couldn't have got, he, as a six-year-old lad, he couldn't have gone far from mm. where they were. Well, this is one of the reasons you know, why it's still such a massive uh, mystery to got sinkhole or something. Mm. I mean, exactly. But uh, no, no sinkholes that anybody's aware of. Whoa. And even, you know, the most seasoned hikers and park rangers and, as I said, green berets that have been trained to, uh, you know, fight in jungle and Track forest and warfare. So was he literally just with all the other boys when they were hiding? And then when they jumped out, they realised he wasn't there. They anymore. were in a slightly different place, but they were all sort of near to each other. They, right. they you know, from where everybody was, they could, they would, they saw the, they could see the bush that the lad was hiding behind. Right. But then right, he just right. never appeared from behind the bush. Right. The father went to look, thinking obviously that he'd find him pretty quickly. Mm. And then obviously started to get increasingly more panicked as he was walking around screaming mm. his ch- son's name. Not only already, was there, not this, a, sorry. Now go I, on. I was just going to say already. It's interesting that there was no like. You would have thought if something happened to him, he would have screamed or something. Exactly. Well, this is part of the mystery. I mean, you know, it's a, they were the only people around for a couple of miles, as far as they were aware. So they, you know, if, in that sort of environment, if a, you know, if your vocals carry. Mm. There was no sign of a boy screaming. And you know, uh, no. let's face it, a fully grown a fully grown man can cover ground a lot quicker than a six year old boy. Mm. But even though the father was running, in, mm. in all the 
the plausible directions that the boy could have possibly gone. There was no sign of the mm. lad whatsoever. Mm. And a six-year-old can can you know they got they got a voice on him. He could have he could have screamed. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If Definitely. he was in any pain or exactly. bear or something. Mm. I'll tell you what, though, lad. This this tale gets um very very crazy. It Ooh. gets uh, there's several theories and uh, which make this one go quite off the deep end, as we are mm. we can right. we can do sometimes. Let's open Pandora's box. Let's open then. Pandora's box and see what delights they have to offer us for us today. <laughs> so where was I? The tracks of a child were found, but they were dismissed as belonging to one of the Boy Scouts that was helping search in the area. However, the tracks were later reported uh, to have come from a child who was missing one shoe and which disappeared on the banks of a stream. So there's uh, shady reports of that one. Some mm. people thought that these tracks were from a Boy Scout and other ones were saying that it looked like it was from a lad that had lost one shoe and was mm. walking in just one. So, you know, maybe signs of distress or somebody that was lost and in a bit of a tether. Um, this was reported when a shoe and a sock were found three days into the search. Which obviously correlates with the, the idea that mm. maybe you know some some boy was walking around um, and somehow lost his shoe in his sock. Although that I mean even that's a bit strange. Like I mean if you mm. were like lost, why would you take your shoe and your sock off and then <laughs> carry on walking? You know mm. maybe maybe he put it in the water and it was a bit wet and he was like Ugh, don't like wet food. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. it could could yeah. be some, some could be something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it could be something like that. Despite searchers continuing their effort for over two weeks, no further trace of Martin was ever found. A five thousand reward was offered up by the family, but turned up, which turned up a number of calls from psychics and clairvoyants, but nothing ever led to a breakthrough mm. in the case. I just think it's important to mention as well that uh, five thousand dollars back in nineteen sixty nine is the equivalent to Big over chunk of longer. It's oh, is the equivalent to over $36,000 today. Mm. So the father of the poor boy basically offered up every single cent and dollar of money that he owned mm. hoping that somebody would come forward with information of his son. I, I can't even imagine something like that oh. happening, you know. When you got no control over it. I tell you what, you know? I tell you what, lads. If, if uh, yeah, you're a father. You, uh, you know. Yeah. I was, when I was uh, researching this case, I was thinking about if it was my little impish daughter Ivy, and if mm. she just disappeared, then I would be overcome with grief for mm. the rest of my life. To be honest mm. with you, it would never really leave me, mm. as I'm sure it didn't leave um, Mr. Martin, Mr. William Martin, the father. But um, this is a. It, it starts getting. Uh, it starts getting very interesting. Um, different different accounts start making things very interesting a bit later on but um we'll get there um some years later a man who had been illegally collecting ginseng in the park claimed to have come across the skeletal remains of a child ginseng but failed to inform authorities until 1985 for fear of prosecution when was the first um event 69 june Whoa. june the 14th 1969 yeah, so he's been this this uh this ma- this lad has been disappeared has for, uh, for fifty three years. He just, nobody's seen him mm. or had any or found any concrete proof of remains or anything. So, so as I said, this one fella did say that he found the skeletal remains of a child, um, but he didn't come forward at the time because he was involved mm. in illegal activities. But when the the authorities went to the place where the the, the guy collecting ginseng said the skeletal remains were. There were no remains to be found. There were no remains. Mm. So uh, that's, I mean, yet again, more mystery. So it's like, was the guy... 
I mean, I don't, I doubt the guy would Why have been would he lie about I mean, that? He, I mean, especially if he was, in, yeah, especially if he was involved in the illegal activities, a bit mm. like you know, putting himself possibly at risk. Mm. But decided that it was still the best thing to do under the circumstances. I guess. Years later. I guess at that point, that's sixteen years after the original incident, isn't Correct. it? So stuff could have happened to the like, maybe I animals mean, could have picked it up, that mm. kind of thing. Yep. I mean, yep. Yeah, possibly. But the fact that there wasn't even anything, like not even like a rib bone or a, mm. a, a, a you know, like any bones at all. Like, what would what use would the animals have of 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 bones like that? Mm. You know. Mm. But anyway, as I said, so that that um, searchers again drew a blank when they could not find the remains. This is where it starts getting a bit strange, lads. So, in regards to what happened to the boy, most researchers believe that he most likely became disorientated and got lost. Strayed away from the camp or lost his footing and fell down one of the numerous steep slopes and ravines in the area. Ah, I see. They think that the next most uh, likely scenario is that a, a bear or even maybe a feral pig mm. might have carried them away and then eaten the poor lad. Mm. But still, there's lots of uh, holes in this case. Firstly, that the wee lad was wearing a bright red T-shirt when he disappeared. If he fell down a ravine or anything like that and, and died from uh, injuries, he would have probably been spotted quite quickly by mm. the various park rangers and hikers and green berets that were searching the area. Red uh, is a very distinctive colour. It's a very bright colour. It sticks out like a sore thumb in a, in a land of... In a of, green environment. In a gr- mm. Yeah, green and, mm. and grey and, and brown environment, such mm. as is like a, a wilderness area. Um so that seems strange. Also, as I said, no remains were ever found. Um, there were no screams in the area. If the if the boy had been dragged off by a bear behind a bush, you there would have, you would have heard a, a bear. So commotion. A bear is a big creature, mm. and they're, they're not the most disc- a commotive struggle. They're not the most discreet uh, creatures when they're mm. up when they're up uh, when they're actually grabbing their prey like that, you know. And mm. the boy would have surely screamed. Um, same with a boar. You know, boars, you know, it's like they're noisy little creatures running mm. around winking and. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so a little bit, it's a little bit crazy. Um, but this is one of the things that get a little bit crazy, see. Because uh, Martin, the poor little lad, Martin's father, believes that uh, Martin was abducted. And there's several reasons for this. But this is what this this actually sort of branches off into like quasi semi supernatural areas mm. now. This is quite interesting. So, let's cut back to the day when uh, around about this is about within an hour after Martin disappeared. About six miles away from where Martin disappeared, there was a man called Harold Key who was hiking the area with his with his two sons. Or it might have been a son and a daughter, I can't remember, but it's two children. And uh, they were working along the park. And uh, they started hearing, uh, he says, Harold Key says he, he heard a scream um, and a bit of a commotion. He said it was the most terrifying scream he'd ever heard in his life, a blood-curdling scream. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to even ascertain whether it was an animal or a human or what it was. But he heard the blood-curdling scream. Shortly after he heard the scream, he claims to have seen a dishevelled man covered from head to toe in strangely thick hair and clearly attempting to remain unseen 
fleeing through the woods. Key's family elaborated that the figure seemed, in hindsight, to have had a red object slung over his shoulder, matching the clothing that Martin was wearing. The boy. What makes this uh, this sighting even more strange is that uh, when interviewed, the son of Harold Key didn't describe what they saw as a as a hairy, dishevelled man. He said that he thought he saw a bear carrying the boy. Mm. Whereas Harold Key said that he saw a strange, extremely hairy-looking, bestial man mm. carrying, which has led some people to believe that it, it was... You know, if the child thought it was so bear-like that it actually was a bear, and then Harold Key himself thought it was some sort of strangely hairy man, mm-hmm. that um, some people have, some people that are into like things like cryptozoology, have um, put forward the idea that maybe it was something not quite of this world, or maybe not of this world as like we a know yeti. it. Mm. Maybe a, or maybe some other type of weird beast. Yeah. Once more. There are strange tales going back hundreds of years of um, mountain men living upon the uh, the Appalachian Trail and the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, going all the way back to when uh, the first European settlers settled in America. And there are reports that uh, there are these yeah these strange nomads that live deep inside the forest, off grid, completely mm. detached from modern society. Never had seen a television, never seen a phone, completely detached from society, still living like our ancestors would have done 400 years ago when the first Europeans sort of went over to uh, America to settle. Um, there's sightings throughout the you know the last hundred years or so, every now and again, of someone seeing a, a crazy wild man. You know, people that never shave, mm-hmm. completely unshaven, hair and beards, sometimes naked, sometimes not, and speaking in weird languages, like they've developed their own weird language. Mm. Almost reminds me of that, um, a bit like the the, the, the Jabberwocky. The, the Japanese, the, oh, the Japanese. Japanese monkey men that oh, were yeah. deep in yeah, the forests yeah, yeah. in America. Oh, yeah. That was really strange. They'd come out and make all these weird sounds. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah, remember that was really that? strange, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, that the, was, the, was the that samurai. The 60s? Hey, yeah, I think it was the mm. 60s, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was in California, wasn't it? Mm. Those, yeah. ki- those cowboys. Mm. Those deep cowboys right was... on the trail. Almost yeah. a similar thing, right mm. deep in the in, yeah. the in the woods. You they know. were cowboys and rangers that were, that were hiking and camping up miles and miles from the nearest car park and they heard those weird samurai calls that they recorded on their tape recorders. But yeah, these um, Harold Key and his family saw a strange hairy beast. Whether it was a man or a bear, it's hard to say. Um, but Harold Key seems pretty sure that it was a, a human or at least um, something close to a human. Because, Humanoid. Because he claims that um, moments after they saw uh, the, the, the figure, which apparently... When the figure locked eyes with Harold Poole, uh, it looked like it was extremely concerned about the, ha- the fact that Harold Key had seen him. Mm. And apparently it looked very worried, concerned, and it, it was very quick. It looked like he said it was, it, at first it was like he was trying to hide. Mm. And then when he was cleared that he was not hidden, he made off very quickly. But he says that moments after this, he said they weren't that far from the car park at the time. They'd only just started hiking. And he thinks he saw them get into, or oh, didn't actually see them get into the white car, but he saw a white car, which he remembered seeing passing when they parked up in the car park, speed off. Mm. Now, this is strange, obviously. It's like, 
I mean, on the one case, it's a, a strange bestial man to the point where his son even thought it was a bear. But then, obviously, bears can't drive uh, white cars. <laughs> and uh, even if it was this weird mountain man that lived uh, off grid in nowhere from society, I doubt they drive cars. Mm. So this, mm. this, this, the uh, whole entire case and mystery is a very strange one. Also, a lot of people were very skeptical that um, if this uh, individual, man or beast, um, if this individual was did abduct Martin, he would have had to have been extremely physically fit to have gotten uh, s- across six miles of arduous terrain in under an hour. As I said, he saw him about an hour after Martin's disappearance, and a lot of people and uh, a lot of police and, and things like that completely dismissed the idea that somebody could do that. But um, proponents of this uh, theory, I believe a park, I think it was a park ranger who believed this theory to prove that it could be done, uh, wore a pack that would have been the, the weight of Martin at the time. And he successfully hiked the six miles from the area that Martin was mm. to the to the location where Mr. Harold Key saw the individual. He successfully hiked the six miles within an hour to prove that it mm. can be done. Also, Harold Key did say that as well as looking very shady, that the individual was panting heavily and sweating a lot and was visually, you know, when you're super out of breath, it's like your whole body is like, <gasps> he said mm. it was very physically looked, um, you know, physically worn out, was mm. breathing heavily, was sweating profusely, mm. which would indicate, you know, that you'd been very recently doing arduous physical activity. You in- include the uh, the scream, the the blood curdling scream that the, that the key family heard. And it um, adds credence to the thought that maybe it was Martin screaming, mm. Mm. and that when the 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 the, the man, we'll call him man, saw that that he had been witnessed, he was very startled and scared that he had been caught and quickly made off and seemed to have somehow escaped in a car. Uh, said very uh, a lot of pe- people don't really know what to make of this case in general. As I said, some people. Uh, on on right on the far end, there's a lot of people that put it up as purely a supernatural case. Some people think that, as you said, he was abducted by a yeti, or maybe even some other type of strange creature like a skinwalker, mm. or something. Something mm. that was almost like a used to be man once, but was now through witchcraft some sort of shifter. Yeah, like mm. a wendigo mm. or something like that. A wendigo or a skinwalker, some sort of some man that's. Uh, delve too deep into black magic and now has the ability to change into a bestial form. Uh, what's even creepy, going back to the, the reports of mountain men, is whereas some people just make out that these mountain men are pretty harmless and every now and again hikers claim to have even go fishing in uh, the Great Smoky Mountains National Parks and even see these mountain men fishing and say that some of them say that they're fairly harmless. But there are also reports from other people saying that they're very dangerous and that mm. they're even cannibalistic. Mm. That they even eat human flesh. So some people even believe that Martin was abducted and eaten by cannibals in the mountains. Mm. No, thank you. So. Not good. As I said, poor Dennis Martin has been missing for 53 years. His, his family never gave up searching for him. The case went on for, for many years and... Uh, as I said, that park ranger that successfully hiked the... Uh, I believe he did that decades after the poor boy's disappearance. There are still people involved in this case to this day that are still trying to figure out what happened to uh, 
poor little Dennis Martin. Mm. But uh, the one thing we do know is that that poor little laddie was just one minute playing hide-and-seek with his friends and family, and then the next minute he was never seen again. To this day, 53 years later, Savage. Park Rangers mm. had not been able to find him. Green Berets have not been able to find him. Nobody has found any remains of... Uh, no more clues. There are no clues. There's just that one report from that Harold Key. Uh, as I said, a very strange report. Said that is Harold Key's wee lad thought it was a bear. Uh, Harold Key thought it was a very strange-looking man. Did he or did he not, whatever the creature was, did he escape in a car? We'll never probably know for sure. Mm. If he did escape in the car, then that would explain why his remains have never been found in the forest. But I guess we'll just never truly know. Mm. So, um, this has been Mystery Mondays, and that was the disappearance of of Dennis Martin. What do you think happened? I don't know, lad. It's a really hard one. If you were to make a theory. I don't even know if I have a theory, really. I think it's it's a fascinating case, isn't it, really? Mm. Um, as I said, I think that I think that the lad will probably was abducted. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's, it's it's strangely coincidental that whole commotion. As I said, I know it's um, quite close to. I can see how, on the surface, it would seem almost like implausible at first that, like you know, Harold Key was over six miles away. But as I said, if you were an extremely fit individual, I mean, let's face it, to make it into the army, you need to be able to run a mile in ten minutes. Mm. Um, well, you know. Six mm. miles in uh, in an hour. That's a that's a mile. Mm. That's a mile every ten minutes, isn't it? You know. So when, fit individuals can do it. Mm. You know. When was the Harold Key like sighting? Yeah. When, One did, hour. when did he come out and say it though? Well, pretty very soon after. Very, very soon after. Very, once the boy, pretty much after mm. the boy had been announced disappeared, and then Harold Key heard about the case. Mm. He then came forward with his sighting. It's interesting that the boy wouldn't have screamed. Like when it happened, you know what I mean? If That's he, what I if think. Harold, yeah, if Harold Key's like saying he's hearing him an hour after. I guess you could say something like if this weird, strange fella creeped up behind Martin, he could have, mm. yeah, yeah, put his yeah. hand around his mouth and launched Saw off into the opportunity yeah. and, and literally was hiking up into the woods, mm. off, off, yeah. you know, off the beaten path, so to speak. Up into a sort of a trail that only a mountain man would have known. That would have been very hard Strange to follow. Strange they said about the the red over his shoulder as well. If I he know. was wearing a red mm. t-shirt, I wonder if he knew about the report of the red, or he said that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah. is knowing, you know. This is one of the things that a lot of people say because they they don't actually say outright that they saw obviously a boy. Mm. They just say that in hindsight, once they, they once they'd heard that the boy would been wearing red. In hindsight, they think that they saw mm. something mm. something red over this humanoid's shoulder. Mm. So whether that's almost like a planted memory on mm. their part, mm. you know, um, you know, sort of piecing the, the puzzle together in a way that uh, sort of not suits them, but you know what I mean. Mm. It's like mm. they're, they're reading that, it's planting it, they're putting two and two together. Yeah. They've had this strange experience. And they're convincing themselves that it must have something to do with it. it. Imagining what it looked like and then, oh yeah, it could have, was that red? It could have been red. Yeah, I swear that was red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's easily done. (laughs) Exactly, and as I said, I suppose at first, you know, you could say, if you were like an extremely, like maybe overly rational person, you could say, well, um, because it sounds very strange, doesn't it, that Harold Key's son thought that it was a bear, Mm. not a man. Mm. But then you could say, you know, at the end of the day, children say a lot of strange things. And uh, 
maybe you know children's imaginations are through the roof mm. you know um he might have you know especially out in the woods yeah no no and and, and i haven't actually heard them say how far away they thought that the 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 man that they yeah, saw was. was yeah that's what i was thinking but if he was a fair distance away you know and it was a big hairy creature you're a small lad mm. you know you're out in the wilderness you know you're in a place your parents you've heard your parents say that there are bears in the area and probably to watch out for them mm. you might see a weird crazy hairy thing and think that's a bear mm. if you're like some five-year-old lad or something you know mm. so it's a hard one i don't know it's hard to say what happened to, to dennis martin i do think it's ex- extremely strange though that if he did fall down a ravine and died like that, I think it would have been highly likely that somebody would have found his body, his corpse. Mm. You know, mm. with so many searches, and as I said, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like there were urban pencil pushers mm. looking for them. It was mm. Green Berets and Park Rangers. These are people that know the environment. You know, mm. bear, bear grills type individuals that would uh, know how to traverse the, the land mm. and be knowing what to look out for. And if little Dennis was wearing a red top, if it was something as simple as he just fell and died. As I said, you thought it would have stuck out quite a lot. I'd like to think that if somebody disappeared in the Quantox area, if there were a lot of people that were used to hiking and, you know, park rangers and stuff looking for him, that they'd be found if they were wearing bright clothing and it was as simple as they fell somewhere and died. I think they would be found. And mm. I know that, obviously, the Great Mount Smoky Mountain National Park area is much bigger than something like the Quantock Hills, but at the same time, if it was just a matter of that, it's not like the six-year-old lad would have been travelling 20 miles before he died. Yeah, he yeah, would have yeah. been somewhere close to the camp. So um, it's a strange one. But as I said, he disappeared off the face of the earth for all intents and purposes. Mm. It's interesting with the um, remains being found and then not found. Mm. Maybe the mountain man saw the guy find it mm. and then were like, oh, we can't have this, and then moved him. Maybe that's a that's a good theory. And mm. I, uh, one thing I think that's good uh, to mention as well before we wrap up the disappearance of Dennis Martin is that the Martin family, his father, uh, William, and his, uh, his, his grandfather, um, Clyde, and his brother and his mother and everyone think to this day that the authorities know much more than they're letting on. Ooh, right. mm. Interesting. They think that the police know more than they've ever told us, but there's almost like a cover-up. Mm. They also, um, apparently that the whole um, inclusion of the Green Berets was a little bit shady. Apparently it's not really common for Green Berets, a, a very high up, uh, mm. you know, well-respected military personnel, like right up there with like Navy SEALs and things like that. It's not really common protocol for things like Green Berets to be called in for the disappearance of a lad mm. or a lass. And a lot of people have put forward that the Green Berets were looking for something other than uh, other than Dennis Martin. Mm. That they you know they were like a big weird hairy man. Like yeah, yeah, like 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 it like it was coincided, but that mm. maybe it was some government thing. Like the government knew of some strange creature, or, or whether it was mountain men, or another sort of humanoid mm. creature that they'd heard um, classified reports of living in these mountains, and that the Green Berets were actually there to hunt the creature. Mm. Mm. You can actually find photographs online of the Green Berets before they set off on their journey. Did they have guns? They did have handguns. They didn't have any rifles on them. But some people have put forward that it would have been very easy for it would. A lot of people have put forward that it might, they might have deliberately not had rifles on them because it would have looked suspicious. Because mm. let's face it, if you're looking for a lad, you're not carrying heavy, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. weapons. But they said it would have been very easy 
for um, the US Army to have done like a cachet drop mm. later on, a couple of miles into the forest. You know, it's a regular thing that the military does. If a helicopter had just come and just dropped in like a, a cache of weapons, they could have gotten locked and loaded away from the public eye, which would have been a lot less suspicious. But even in the pictures, they're all carrying handguns, and they are in their military equipment, obviously, from mm. head to toe, but they just got handguns on them. So it's a very strange case. Mm. I said um, the family are convinced that the authorities knew more than they do than they've ever come forward, and it all seems a little bit like, um, you know, washed over the case. A wee bit shady. It's just a wee bit shady, but uh, poor little Dennis Martin will probably never know for sure what happened mm. to this little lad. Disappeared mm. in the Appalachian Mountains, the Great Smoky Mountain National Park in Tennessee at the age of six years old on June the 14th, 1969. Just six days before his seventh birthday. Poor little lad. <sighs> so, um, sorry, man. Yeah. Rest in peace, Dennis Martin. I mean, we don't know for sure that he's dead, but um, let's face Chances it. Chances are. He's probably dead. Mm, so yeah. rest in peace, Dennis Martin. And if you are alive out there somewhere... What the what the bleeding nails happened to you, lad? Mm. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave a comment below. <laughs> but that was the disappearance of Dennis Martin, and this has been Mystery Mondays. Mystery Mondays. Mystery Mondays. Mystery Mondays. Mystery Mondays. Mystery Mondays.